All right, guys and ladies and gentlemen, one and all. We're live again, even on a Sunday. That was the most intense kind of live amount of live sessions I've had. I've had like four or five, I lost count. Uh, but I definitely learned a lot. What I learned today is that I got to make sure I, uh, I have some like automated script that like sends an email or even an SMS or something like that every time. Because unfortunately, I didn't hear back from Maya. Uh, I did check with her that supposedly it was okay to do it on a Sunday, but uh, not hearing back from her. So uh, who knows? Maybe she's relaxing, which I think is all right. So what I decided to do for this session is what I've done for other sessions, which is actually quite fun, is that you can easily join this live stream since it's Sunday. Um, I can uh, kind of, I'm going to send you a link, which you have in here. So you have it on YouTube, on Facebook, Periscope, and Twitch. So you can easily join. Uh, and then, you know, so we can can be like, and basically it's turning into an AMA, ask me anything. I'm also basically going to check if it's, uh, uh, if I make changes. Now I'm te basically testing again StreamYard. Uh, and by the way, I actually was considering StreamYard versus Restream. I did like Restream from the outside, from, you know, how they already from the get-go allowed to stream to more, a lot more networks. Unfortunately, it didn't work out well with the, uh, um with linkedin and their support even though they tried to help i just couldn't get it to work so i basically have done this last few um lives on on uh, Streamyard. has worked out pretty well so far now i'm gonna try to do some this basically this is something new which is i'm gonna try to uh change uh the title of the live stream while i'm here um Join via da, da, da. Okay, and let's see if it actually updates it while I'm already live on the different platforms. Um, and to be honest, if, if nobody joins, I'm gonna be around for a little bit. After that, thing, I'm gonna go back to read um, product-led growth, which was a, a really cool really cool book that I've been reading and I interviewed the author on, on Friday, Wes Bush, uh, really amazing guy, really amazing book. Basically he gave me the okay to go and make kind of a shorter version of the book in a, in a PowerPoint kind of format. Um, I think also what I'll want to share with all of you guys right now is basically what I've, what we've been working with. Um, and, and, uh, recently, you know, we, what we've been launching recently. So I'd love to have your feedback on this, uh, which you might have seen is, uh, shared off you. Um, so I've really been getting in the, in the SaaS space and this is, uh, our latest creation. So basically it's a tool to be able to share your docs, uh, with just links so you can get analytics and leads. So basically, you know, who viewed which docs, when, and for how long. Uh, here's a sample document. I actually need to check if I already updated with the latest one or not. Um, initially, I just put a, a manual, but actually I realized that it's a lot better to put, yeah, I need to update this. 
uh, we're gonna put a like benefits a list of 12 benefits uh, why using this it's uh, it's important so you just sign up with LinkedIn or Google upload a document share the links and done and basically you get analytics actually we're gonna move this to the front you don't need to install anything it's on the cloud and then you can also update your documents straight from the cloud right so if you either send the wrong PDF uh, or upload the wrong PDF or you made some changes you can you can do it from the cloud um what else you also basically you know google drags and and dropbox they're all like kind of full of all sorts of files with share.view what you do is that you only have the files that your team can share so that there's no uh there's no lack of clarity in terms of you know what uh, what can be shared and what can what cannot be shared hey brenda and thanks thanks for writing i was just checking the the comments right now uh i'm supposed to book your calendar for a proper uh, i'm actually gonna text you this i'm supposed to book your calendar for a proper live but to be honest if you want to join here just to say hi if you're free feel free to join so i'm just gonna text brenda uh she's really cool brenda brenda meller uh, she, I saw her because she did some really cool posts. Her. She did some really cool posts where she was basically analyzing different, the growth of different LinkedIn influencers. Uh, and so I thought that was cool. I reached out and yeah, I was supposed to book a live. I'm supposed to do it actually. I'm gonna do it visibly after this. Going back to share.view, um, by the way, I need to, connect this or i want here the ring from if anyone joins give me just one second okay 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 cool so i'll finally hear if somebody joins so again you can join at the link oh there you go oh mayan is joining that's crazy in case <laughs> no worries so that's cool and, and actually i'm gonna meanwhile i was able to check um i was able to check i'm gonna check if it actually did up, update this for our networks not actually so for linkedin it was not updated while the live was already launched um i'm still very happy to have maya and we're going to talk about TikTok. it's been one of the topics that i've been meaning to study for uh, a long time and i've not been able to study so i'm really happy to do it anyways about most important about sharedoc view is that we have some really good uh early adopter plan so you can actually start for free forever and then like the the lowest plan is at five dollars which is you know there's competitors that charge you $65 for, for what we're giving out here. So just FYI, this is like a really, really good deal, which I don't know if we're going to be able to keep it for long. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited that, that um, Mayan is joining because like I said, I've really been trying to get into TikTok for a while and it's not been easy, to be honest. I'm going to open it up again. And I was just checking if, okay, looks like, uh obviously it does update it on um what you call it on facebook it was updated 
So now that Mayan comes back, I can update it once again. We're, we're so live. It's like a, that it changes, you know, stuff changes like every second, you know, it's like, uh, uh, we got to respond quickly to change. Um, and it's funny how at first, you know, I was super concerned about like, oh my God, it's what happened. There you go. Mayan is, Mayan is joined. Amazing. Mayan, I'm going to get you into the stream right away. Awesome. Hello. Late there. Uh, no problem at all. I, I was just saying and thinking out loud how I'm, I've already done enough lives that I'm way past beyond the point. Like, what if somebody doesn't join? I'm like, oh, I don't care. Like, I just go to the edit and I start talking about what I'm doing right now because there's always a lot of stuff going. And basically, I was opening it up for other people to join in case. Last time, random people joined from India and it was basically like me giving them free advice on how to sell their website creation services, which I thought was really cool because I traveled to India, you know, without actually going there. Of course, these days we can't even travel. Um, but I'm super, super excited that you made it. And and that's because uh, TikTok has now been the second app that has made me feel super old. Um, <laughs> I'm turning 36 next week. The first app that made me feel old was Snapchat because I was, at that point, I'm pretty sure I was in California, in San Diego. Um, and uh, I was just like, I don't get it. And, and you know, while I was saying I don't get it, I remember like when older people were saying I don't get like Facebook or anything. I was like, oh, I'm old, you know. <laughs> TikTok is a second app about that, so I have a lot of questions. But something about me, like I mentioned in some other lives, is that I'm helping out a group of different influencers, uh, mostly female professionals, helping out about 20 influencers that go from 100k to 2.3 million. They have in total 10.5 million. So. Uh, some of them have 300, 700, 1 million followers on TikTok. So they are kind of like, uh, you know, happy to make those intros. Uh, I definitely want to first, you know, let you introduce yourself. And again, sorry if I speak a lot. Oh, no, it's great. It's great. I also speak a lot. So it's good to have that. Otherwise, I'm, I'm Italian-American. The Italian side speaks a lot. So thank you so much for coming and excited to have you here. So go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let's talk about TikTok or whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, my name's Mayan Gordon and I am an influencer now, um, a business owner. I have my own glass blowing business. Um, I'm also starting up my own consulting business, helping people with their social media um, and just digital marketing strategy. And that's because I've been operating as a digital marketer with my own businesses um, for about 10 years now. And through that, have learned an incredible amount, um, not only on how to grow a business kind of from the ground up to uh, you know being profitable and successful, but also just how powerful a tool um, social media can be for developing uh, brand awareness and then like very, very deep customer loyalty um, to the point where it's not, it's no longer about the product or the service you're selling, but it's about um, supporting your your brand and your business. Uh, so in the past, you know, nine months is when I've really kind of been building a lot of momentum through my success on TikTok, where I have uh, my main glass blowing account that's at 1.7 million, and then I have a second account that's in the food category that's at 600,000 uh, followers now as well. So um, you know, just that journey has been. Um, keeping me very, very busy. Uh, I've been learning tons of new things along the way and also meeting just incredible people, you know, like yourself um, and many, 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 many. Wow. 
I'm nobody. I'm no. I only have twenty-two thousand followers on LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm so happy you're even talking to me. Everybody's a selfie. I've learned amazing lessons from from every single person that I interact with. Um, I think mainly because you know my profession is understanding how people think. Um, that's all that marketing is. It's understanding one how people think, and then two how to communicate to them in the way that you want. Um, so, like every interaction I have with someone, I learn something about communication. Quick, quick side note. So, like, like I mentioned, like I mentioned to you before, you were joining. Since I didn't know if you were joining or not, I open up to, for our people to join. So, Brenda Miller yeah. might join. She's like a LinkedIn expert. She has about twenty nine thousand followers. So, she said, "I'm gonna put some makeup and join." So, I'm for a, I'm happy because for the first time, I'm gonna try three people. So, I hope you don't mind if somebody else joins. I'm sure you're cool. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be even more interesting. Um, and uh, so I mentioned about how I feel old about TikTok. I mean, I am super curious to know how old you are, but I'm, I'm oh, okay if you don't want to say. I'm 28, huh? young and 28. old. Okay. So like, I almost feel like a little bit of hope. You know, if you were to tell me like I'm 18, I'm like, oh God, there's, there's. I'm, I'm not quite you know, as I'm done. Look, I definitely have the baby face. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I'm very, very blessed for that. I think it's, uh, you know, a, a blessing to be youthful in any regards. Um, and, you know, I hope I stay awesome. young. I know it won't happen, but. <laughs> no, and by the way, I, I know, like, uh, I've been to Washington State many times because I used to work in Nokia and Quickstein and Microsoft after they acquired us. So I came to, I came to Seattle many times. And so it was like, I know you're staying, I know a little bit about where you're from. Uh, so it's. Uh, yeah, and uh, how how's it there? Quick side note on, on COVID. How's the COVID situation? We've been in lockdown now for a while, or what's the situation? Yeah, so um, I'm over in Spokane, so I'm not... Seattle is a bit more lockdown situation because there's more cases over there. Um, and then it's just also more dense of a populated city. Spokane's pretty spread out in terms of um, how the population... It, you know, where the housing is. So luckily it's just not, it's not that bad. There's not that many cases, um, but we are all on like a lockdown order until May 4th. Um, so, okay. you know, planning all to right. be inside for a while. Since I, when, since when have you been on lockdown? Um, uh, a week and a half, a week, a week uh, and a half, one to two weeks. Um, like so past, I'm, I'm almost a month. Almost so in three days, already? it'll be a month. Yeah. Here in Italy. But, wow. um, I'm super lucky because I'm in my great grandparents' home, so I got stuck in the right place. It's a huge place, and uh, I was coming here with my grandparents all the time, so I'm like super blessed to be here. Okay, let's go back to our main topic, to TikTok, because I mean I'm gonna start asking some really stupid questions, but you know it's been also the other thing is that of course I, you know I have about 200 apps, and so for me to get into a new app, it's always like takes so much effort. But is it so that TikTok only works on one device, kind of uh, Snapchat? Because the first time I use it, it looks like it logged me out. If I if I have it on open on two devices, I get logged out from the. I've not tried to have it open on like the same account on two devices. Oh, you haven't tried. I haven't tried that. Yeah. Okay. Because for us, also like in terms, you know, when we when you help other other influencers, of course, if with those platforms where we cannot be logged in at the same time, it's super, it's so much harder, you know. Right. Of course, you just basically can't go in, you know. So yeah. Um, um, okay, so I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll find out about that, um, and then you know, well, I guess for people, you know, let's let's maybe like explain it again for people that like 
kind of like me still haven't gotten into it right from and maybe i'll try and then you'll correct me so it's just it's very focused on this like super short super fun uh type of videos that loop with music added i mean it was basically what people might have seen as the old musically right musically uh however you call it and then just was rebranded into tiktok comes from china uh it's been the most downloaded app for i think a couple of years in a row worldwide i think something like that one top one or number two or number one or two and uh yes yeah, just like where you're seeing the most growth in terms of social media and stuff and that's what i know maybe you want to like tell me what i got right what i got wrong and just keep adding on that yeah no that's pretty much the gist of it um even though it's confusing when you first download it it's it's pretty much a very simple app there's very limited features there's you know you can post videos you can watch videos you can comment in heart videos um, and then you could share share videos the same way you can on other platforms and you can direct message people. That's that's pretty much the entirety of the app. There is a search uh, page and search function, but it's really not what most people are using to watch videos because the home screen is an algorithm fed um, feed. So you can just scroll through when you open up the app and scroll through videos and kind of get your entertainment that way. Cool. And uh, do you use it at all or can you use it all from web or is it only app? You can view videos on the web, but you can't post videos from, from the laptop or like from the web. Yeah. And uh, mm, 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 mm. so any, let maybe let me ask, you know, and I actually was then Googling about you, uh, you know, how you've been writing about like quick, quick topics and advice, but uh, you know, people are, I realize these days they're like so bored to, to read that whenever they can just listen to or tune in, you know, they'd rather listen to us. So maybe you can, I know you wrote it a million times, but maybe go ag again and like, you know, some of your top advice, um, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe want to split it. Maybe we want to first focus on influencers and then maybe look at like people who are just joining. Cause I think we're a bit more focused on influencers first. Cool. Yeah. So first for influencers who let's say already have, like a good following going, um, I would definitely say, you know, figure out if you can a type of series. I think series are really powerful, um, not only to build new followers and get them involved kind of quickly, but all of your current followers will really like get excited for whatever the series is. So, you know, whether that's you, um, let's say, doing thrifting and like barter and, um, you know, buying and selling to build up to a certain amount of money where you have a goal um, that you're sharing with your audience or whether it's something to do with like, let's say you're a cooking channel, um, you know, having some type of build up or series to some type of epic cooking event or cooking thing that you're doing. Um, but I think series can be really great. That's one tip I have. Another is I see a lot of influencers who have a really great following and they do videos that um, get a lot of views, but you could get even more views or make them even better if you added either some like interesting props or um, some some great colors. So I got to interrupt you for our other guest, uh, Brenda, welcome. Hey. <laughs> Hello, good to have you here. Very, very last minute, but... Um, um, the Brenda, connection's a little bit boggy for me. Is it like that for you? I only, you know, I only see you a little. Yeah, I see Mayan fine. Mayan, do you see me fine? Hopefully, yeah. and Brenda, yeah, it's a, bit, a little bit, 
Let me check your Wi-Fi. Mayan is uh, giving like top advice for TikTok influencers. She has 1.7 million followers there on TikTok. So, I mean, I'm like clueless about it. So I'm just gonna like listen into <laughs> her. Uh, so maybe we can like let her continue and then you, you'll jump in, you know, and we'll, we'll jump in. Yeah, so um, one other major tip that I think is really, really great, especially for TikTok, is to start doing lives. Um, if you can, do daily live videos because that really gives your audience a chance to, like, talk to you. Um, you know, again, the messaging feature on TikTok is very limited because it's a double opt-in where um, you have to follow the person and they have to follow you back. But on the lives, you can, you know, just verbally talk and respond to people's comments. So that's a really great way. Also, you can just, you can promote things in a really non-advertising type of way. Um, like for example, if you were gonna promote uh, any type of clothing or t-shirt, instead of being like, hey, check out this shirt, you could, you know, just kind of be like, I love this shirt so much, you guys. Oh my God, I just got it. It's new, it's so comfy, I love the design. Like that's super easy, um, it's really authentic. It is a great way to connect and start getting feedback and interaction from your audience because they'll be like, oh yeah, I love this shirt too. Or they'll be like, oh, I've got a similar shirt that's got you know, rainbows on it and yours has unicorns and whatever it is. Um, so I think live videos are incredibly, incredibly valuable. Um, those are kind of like my top three. The other is just consistency. What's going to happen is you're going to have these lulls. So you're going to have periods of time where like your videos are crushing it and they're getting millions of views. And then after that, all of a sudden it's going to be like 10,000 video or 10,000 views on a video and like 50,000 and you're going to get really frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Just realize that's part of how TikTok work works. It's very sensitive in terms of choosing what videos are um, going to be popular and not popular. So just stay super consistent even when your views are not um, doing as well as you'd like them to. Uh, by the way, quick quick question. And, and uh, Brenda, I muted you, but feel free to unmute yourself anytime. I think you should be able to. Let me know if you cannot. Just give me a... Put your hands up if you cannot unmute yourself. Okay, cool. Um, Mayan, I was trying to look you or look for you right now on TikTok and I couldn't find you. What's the What's your username? It's World of Glass. Ah, okay, yeah, I saw some articles about that. And so you're doing like kind of like the Murano technique. So yeah, those like of the soft glass videos um, are of other artists. I do a borosilicate, which is, it's not referred to as hard glass, but it basically, it hardens much more quickly. Soft glass, it's got a coefficient of expansion um, that's 104, which means that it stays molten and pliable for a much longer time versus borosilicate is um, COE, coefficient of expansion, 33. So it's hardening kind of and cooling much more quickly. So I do all my work in, directly in a flame versus when they take it out of the furnace and then it's hot enough for them to do all sorts of different things too. Okay, cool. I was just looking at it finally. I mean, it looks super cool, World of, World of Glass. Now I have 1.7 million and one followers. So I have a new mm -hmm. follower. And uh, Brenda, I'll unmute you just in case, you know, if you want to check out. I now see you well, so I think you can... Uh, we're probably going to hear you well as well, hopefully. Yeah, I think that connection was fixed. So when I joined, it was telling me to go join through YouTube or Facebook for a secure ah, connection. Okay. And I joined through YouTube the first time, and it was all wonky. And then I exited and came back through Facebook. So so we're good. So thanks okay, for cool. 
yeah thanks for inviting yeah, me no i'm excited no yeah this is like i i, I think i already explained maya what happened and everybody knows but basically like she she couldn't let me know it was like she was not coming on time so i i said let me go live anyways i didn't want to have like this empty black screen for people <laughs> and i was yeah. gonna just do an maa ask me anything and then so you you join and then so i know you're more focused on on linkedin what what it's what's been your experience with uh, with tiktok did you try it at all or or, uh, or not yeah. really yeah i mean i guess i've been listening to uh, or watching I should say the TikTok videos and I when I saw my and was on here I was like oh I just I told my son I'm like uh, he's upstairs he's a 15 year old and I've got an eight-year-old daughter and and they're into the whole TikTok because they're kids you know and and I was joking with them like a month ago um because what I do is mainly LinkedIn but I do some social media management I'm active on all the platforms and I have a, a Snapchat but I don't really use it like my daughter does it to get little funny filter pictures and it's only close friends but I was joking with my daughter about a month ago. I'm like, I think I'm gonna set up a TikTok and we're gonna do these little dances together and stuff. And of course my son is mortified. Like you can't go on TikTok, mom. So I was like, I just told him, I ran upstairs and I said, hey, I'm gonna be on LinkedIn Live in a second with with some folks that are talking about TikTok. And I said, you should come in the room. So I don't know if he's gonna come in here or not. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm an admirer from the sidelines, I guess, like when it comes to, you know, and I'm, I'm 45, full disclosure. So I'm out of the group of the Snapchat and my target audience isn't really on Snapchat. But I kind of feel like as a marketer, I'm admiring TikTok from the sidelines and I'm getting to the point now where I think it's, it's starting to reach a critical mass of people that are that are doing TikToks just for fun and for marketing purposes. So, you know, I'm kind of curious from you, Mayan, you know, if I wanted to get started and I put a little here, if I wanted to get started, how do I start it? Is it just through the phone? Is it just jumping on the app and, and jumping in? I mean, I'm pretty open, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that leads into the second part of, of your question, um, which was for beginners, how, like, what are the best tips uh, for getting started? So I really think that um, for some people, they just need to get started because they have the barrier of like, just the action, they're having trouble taking the action. Other people, it's really, they just don't know what to post, like they don't have a trouble, po trouble posting, but they have to feel mm -hmm. some form of confidence about what it is they're posting. Um, and so I think for people that need that kind of confidence, it's really great to do a three-part strategy where one, you're doing research, which is let's say just five to 10 minutes of looking through the um, videos it's showing on the For You page, which is the home screen, um, the mm -hmm. algorithm side of it versus the following side of it. Um, and just taking notes on like what you notice um, because it's only gonna really be showing you videos that are very popular on the the for you page and so just writing down oh wow i noticed that video like had a surprise at the end or i noticed that video was really really short um or like i noticed that video you know had a really bright color that caught my eye but just writing down all these things that you notice within these 10 to 15 second videos um, is going to give you a good idea if there's any patterns that then you can apply to your videos to start giving you at least some idea of like what a TikTok video is versus what an Instagram or a Facebook video is. Uh, the second step I think is to brainstorm. Um, so brainstorming like video visual ideas. So um, whether that's, you know, I'm gonna have my dog in a video or I'm gonna do a video of me dancing or I wanna do a video of, um, you know, cooking, but like thinking of the actual things in your life that you're doing or in your business that you're doing that could make a good 10 or 15 second video. 
Um, because it's harder if you're not well-practiced to come up with it in the moment versus if you're just thinking about like while you're sitting on the couch, the things you do in a, in a day, that's almost like a third person view that you're psychologically having of yourself um, to envision, okay, yeah, I go to the kitchen and I cook. Like you're, you're picturing that a little bit. And so that can help you understand if that would be a good video or not versus when you're standing in the kitchen to think, is this going to be a good video if I'm filming myself now is a little bit harder, I think, to visualize for a lot of people. Um, and then that third step is really just structuring like videos. So like picking, you know, um, some of the patterns that you're seeing in your note section and pairing it with some of those visual ideas to see, okay, is this, does this sound like it would be at least a good idea to try? And then it's just a game of experiment and analyze and repeat. So then you just put a video out there. Um, I think you know getting started as soon as possible is a really good idea, even if you don't feel super confident about your strategy or the video that you're gonna post, the level of feedback that you're gonna get is gonna be really valuable to you, um, where you're gonna either get very low to no views um, let's say, you know, a couple hundred or less views. And what that means is it, in general, wasn't a good video um, and that all the parts of it kind of need work. Um, what happens is if right away, though, you start getting a video that does, let's say, 1,000 to 10,000 views, that means you already nailed some element in the video to some degree. Um, and that that should be relatively easy for you to identify uh, based on, how many hearts it got, how many share, like analyzing literally all the metrics to understand what the human behavior was behind those metrics. Um, for example, the more hearts a video has, you know that it was a satisfying video or a video that made them feel like supporting you because they got something out of the video. Like that's how we respond in terms of hearting videos. We go, oh, awesome. It gave me something, maybe a good feeling. Um, maybe it's supporting a cause I support. So like I'm going to support it back. Um, so like that, again, compared with shares, like understanding, okay, this video got a lot more shares. So like people wanted to show it to someone, like what's the reason that people wanted to show this video to someone else? Did it have a piece of information that they were like, ooh, I'm gonna seem smart if I share this? Or was it funny and they wanted to like make their friend laugh? Like what what is it? And so you can start to analyze things really, really quickly through TikTok because it's so responsive in different ways. So my suggestion is like really, if you feel comfortable and you can push yourself to post videos right away, do it. Even if it's of your dog doing something funny, as long as you think like this could be a good video, post it and you'll get some feedback and then you can immediately start like improving. Awesome. And I want to say like, you're super well-spoken, you know, it's so clear. I love the way you communicate. It's just super clear. Like and you make me want to go into it. Like, even though like it's been, it's been a long journey. I, and I think I only have four videos and zero followers and three likes and I'm following eight people. So that's my current status on TikTok. <laughs> but, um, Start at zero, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. One is better than zero. One is bigger than zero. So, um, I have a couple of, uh, I have four specific questions. So, and of course, Brenda, if you want to go with any questions, feel free to, to, to jump in anytime. Uh, I saw somewhere that you can do groups, like so TikTok influencers or something can do groups. Sorry, I, did I read that right? Uh, the app or like off the app? I think it's pretty much in the app, but I'm not so sure. So you can do something called a duet, um, which is where you're kind of like 
re responding to someone's video through a video. So it'll split the screen and their video is on one side and then you're creating like a matching or corresponding video on the other side. Um, but I haven't necessarily seen uh, any type of format where there's video of more than two creators. Now there are lots of like group, um, you know, there's like stuff called like Hype House, if anyone's familiar with that. Where, like, that okay, that's that's exactly where I saw that. I thought they oh, had a group okay. account, but okay. it's just a shared account. It's just a normal account shared by more people. Yeah, so um, what that is, is typically all of the people in the Hype House or in the group have their own individual accounts. Um, and then they will also have like a, a group account so that they're all appearing on. And the structure of that is just to basically <coughs> amplify um, the promotion and the uh, like the cross promotion and the boosting through the algorithm that you can get from any type of um, like bonus points, so to speak, on engagement from big creators. So, uh, and no one knows a hundred percent how the algorithm works on TikTok or what factors contribute more than other factors. Um, but for example, on other apps like Instagram, um, if someone who has a really large following likes or comments on your picture, it now can now your picture can show up in the Discover page um, for all of their followers. And so that's a way to get like a lot more exposure very quickly. And so that's the idea behind why people are doing that essentially on any platform. That's why, you know, people do LinkedIn pods, right? Is like to, to try and get boost of engagement through the algorithm. Awesome. And I, and I, I'm sure you must've been like, that's such a stupid question, but like I told oh, you, yeah. we're, we're at the low level, like, and I shared the link to Hype House um, with the other people, you know, because I basically what it is is, if I understood right, it's just a mansion where a bunch of kids in LA they put themselves together to create content. And actually, a lot of our influencers, we grew a lot in Mexico, where we have about uh, more than ten influencers, and uh, uh, overall, uh, there are more than six million followers in total, six seven million followers in total. So we were saying like, let's do the same thing. But now of course with COVID, we're, you know, don't want to put everyone together in the same place. They so were actually thinking about like something completely online and, and maybe even like with a bit of a education of school for like remote work. So we're still like brainstorming. Um, but, you know, now at least I know that you're just, just going to be like create, create a new account. So thanks a lot for that. Yeah, yeah. Brenda, maybe you want to jump in with any question for no, sorry, Mayan, go first, and then Brenda, if you want to ask any questions. Those can either be like an amazing idea or a horrible disaster, based on if like you can get you know six teenagers to get along um, with each other, you know, six young adults to all get along, and how long can you get them to get along for? Um, so I think it can be amazing for creating and like content that sparks everyone's creativity, but also there's the room for the drama. Yeah, no, exactly. I already read about that as well. And I was afraid as well to like have to do that from from remote. But yeah, I think we're gonna go to do something completely online still when I kind of try to, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of fundraising going on to try to address COVID, uh, you know, as far as vaccines or like, you know, just charity. What I've seen missing where I think we want to jump in is to actually create the right courses that are, and you know, I think you'd be a fantastic professor for for TikTok um you know the right courses to do online jobs right to do to get your you know first online money because i i think that's still missing um brenda if you want to jump in feel free i think you can unmute yourself to jump in anytime i still have 
three more questions, but uh, unless uh, anybody wants to go, I'll continue. I, I saw what are the coins. Um, can you like give coins to content that you like or, or what, what do you use that for? Yeah, so the coins and the gifts. So you use all of these um, social media platforms, not all of them, a lot of the social media platforms, especially live streaming. This is really particular, particular live streaming. So it only applies to the live streaming um, feature of TikTok, but they all have gift systems. So you buy coins, you use coins to send gifts that are different coin values. And then the creator gets those converted into diamonds just so they can keep track of the different, you know, in and out. Um, and then the creator can cash out diamonds for, um, you know, dollars, so to speak, you know, direct into your PayPal account. Um, so if you're a creator and you want to get coins or gifts, you have to be doing live videos, which is another um, reason to, to do those. Um, some, some creators make a lot of money uh, doing that. Uh, others, you know, don't care about it at all. So... <laughs> I have a couple questions for you, Maya. And so as, as someone who's just getting started on TikTok and, you know, I'm 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 only apprehensive to the fact that I don't really care if I'm not, I don't feel like I'm going to embarrass myself by going out there. And actually, I would love to embarrass my children by going out with some videos that would mortify them. I don't really care about that. But like, do you I mean, I'm poking around your LinkedIn profile right now, Maya, right? But and so we got to like do what we can because the kids drive us crazy. Um, but do you have anything, you know, in terms of resource guides or kind of like, best practices for when you're getting started. And again, it's not from a place like I'm not worried about embarrassing myself and doing things wrong. I, I don't make mistakes. I have learning experiences and I'm more than willing to share them. Um, but, you know, and I don't even care if they're cheesy, like whatever. I got people who follow me, they're going to think they're they're kind of fun to, to, you know, just to start something new. But do you have any like resources on your website, Mayan? Or, I mean, I can just do a YouTube or a Google search getting started on TikTok, but do you have any suggestions there? Yeah, so I have been working over the past month um, really hard on on my website, which is completely geared towards helping people succeed on TikTok from beginner level all the way up to more advanced level. Um, there's a whole like the if I was uh, on the website where I would start would be the TikTok tip video series um, because that really takes through each video is like a couple concrete really um, actionable tips or um, kind of things that you can think about that'll help make any video that you're trying to create better, like for TikTok and do do well on the platform. And then also I think listening to that series, let's say, um, you know, a couple, at least a couple of videos at a time is really gonna get your brain starting to understand, okay, this is how the system works. And like, this is the environment that people are participating in when they're on TikTok. Um, outside of that, I think that the best way to understand how to get started is really just by looking at other people's accounts. Um, I think it's cool to to get instructions on how to do things, but for you to really understand like what is going to make a good video or why are some videos good when other videos don't perform well at all, that that really comes from your own personal observation because um, each of us is actually very, very adept and skilled at um, picking up on like human qualities and on all these little subtleties, like we've been doing it our whole lives, right? When we meet people, when we, um, you know, watch movies, like we do so much observation that you'll be able to very quickly, if you tell yourself to, and you put yourself in a mindset of like, I'm, I'm analyzing, um, that you'll be able to pick up like, okay, here are the key points that I need to apply to my video idea 
that are going to make it really successful. So I would do research in two different ways. One, directly in whatever category that is the category of content you're going to post in. So uh, what, like what, what category of content are you going to be posting in, Brenda, do you think? So my background is, is marketing and my area of special specialty is LinkedIn strategy coaching. So I really see this as, um, I mean, what I understand TikTok to be is a, is a music platform, right? It's music and videos. Am I understanding that correctly? Can be. That's not all yeah. it is. Like there's a giant, um, I would say, education section. There's quite a lot of videos um, that are around, I would say, just where people's attention is, especially young people. So there's the whole category of like how to make money online or mm -hmm. Um, let's say, you know, educating people about money in general. So those videos tend to not have as much music um, because someone's talking. Same thing with, I would say, even a lot of the dancing content creators, they'll have a significant mm -hmm. amount of content where there's no music and they're just talking. Um, I think that's something really interesting and unique to think about. Okay, it's not just it's not just a platform for entertainment. It's also a platform for like finding your tribe, so to speak, or the people, the leaders of your of the tribes that you want to be a part of. Um, and so I think that's something to pay attention to. How are people accomplishing that in their videos? Uh, because that's what's going to allow you to not just have followers that are numbers, but have followers that are going to like take action based on whatever it is that you're trying to get them to do. Okay. So I, I kind of see it as TikTok is just like, I feel like it's, like I said, it's getting more generally accepted and I'm seeing it more and more. And it's not just like, oh, it's a Snapchat. I don't need to participate in it or I need to have an account just to reserve my name so nobody grabs it. But I see it as like a flavor of um, extending my my personal brand, if you will. And I don't really, I'm not looking at, I feel like I, I have a really strong presence on LinkedIn. I'm not looking at like doing that same um, presence necessarily on TikTok, but I think I could use it for, to, to help flavor some of my marketing and what I'm doing in other places, you know, into um, show a little bit of my personality and have a little bit of fun with it. But I don't want to necessarily, you know, jump in and dedicate all my time to learning tech. I just want to like be enough to be knowledgeable to use it as needed to supplement what I'm doing from a marketing perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that, um, especially if you don't want to spend a lot of time of it, that's really just going to come from like action. So just like start posting videos, see what happens, um, whatever your idea is, like just go with that idea. and then. Um, if you liked how how it came out, um, then you can kind of repeat and try and improve. Um, if you thought, you know, that really wasn't like what I was going for, then you can just move on to a new idea. What I, what I love about it, having a third person join on the live is that I can just like take it easy, you know, and let let let, let the other people do the work. So that was awesome, especially because it's a Sunday. Um, all right. So yeah, thanks for your question. I was also interested in hearing. Um, okay, so I got the coin stuff. I'm actually going to step out. I'm, I'm just going to watch you guys, if that's okay. I'll let you continue your conversation. But thank you so much. Damn. I really appreciate it. Now I have to put all the work in, Brenda. I was just saying, <laughs> talking about that. Sorry. <laughs> thank you, guys. It's cool. Thanks for joining. And we'll do a separate live about LinkedIn soon. Looking forward to that. Take care. Take thanks. care. So, all right. That was great. So now I have more work to do. I was almost going to like um so no i looked at the coin so basically it looks like also the other features that if you share your specific invite link you get twenty thousand rubies i guess and if your friend remains active for five days you get six thousand rubies or something like that 
uh, and then you convert those into gems. This is about inviting other people. Reward for a referral program, yeah. Yeah. What are, do you know what off the top of your head what that equals to in dollars or, or no? No, no. I'd have to look it up on dollars. On it's a very small amount. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then I saw there's also part about TikTok testers to to try the test app. I've seen also Skype doing this. Some I mean, enroll, are you enrolling the testers or you try to stay on the on the live version so you don't have any crashes and stuff like that? No. So that just what that means is um, I am signed up for that. Basically, at random points, you could possibly get an email saying, "Hey, we've got a new feature. Um, if you're interest, if you're still interested." you can get yep. early access to a feature. So it um, usually doesn't, I think, require an update of the app. I think it's just um, an- Just like, the joining of the program, yeah. Yeah, so um, I haven't had, I haven't had that happen to me yet, so I don't- So think no, no it's, it's been stable, basically, not no big crashes, they just try out new features. Yeah, I haven't experienced any crashes the way that like Instagram has, you know, crashed. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's have you have you found more crashes on Instagram? Interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely more crash. I think Instagram has been the one where I've had the most crashes across any social media platform. Um, but on on TikTok, sometimes the analytics won't populate a hundred percent properly one day, but then usually the next day it's like fixed. So it, it's amazing how non glitchy it is, honestly, because they add new stuff to it all the time. Yeah, they they. I've also I've also noticed that yeah it's definitely working really well. And then how many accounts can you have in one app? I noticed that they have a feature to allow more accounts in one app. Three. Uh, you three max. Yeah, yeah. You can have three um, that you can switch between on on like one phone, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Cool, perfect. Okay, so. Um, I mean, unless you have anything specific to say about TikTok, right? Like anything major you want other people to um, kind of, you know, know. I have a, a couple of questions about, you know, what you feel about what, what these so-called influencer accelerators, right? These kind of groups of influencers that kind of try to accelerate themselves. So unless you have anything specific to... Um, about, about TikTok, maybe we can go a bit wider on the influencer ecosystem. Yeah, no, I think uh, we covered a good amount. You know, it's um, it's a ever-changing ecosystem of what works and what doesn't work. That's why I really think the best way for anyone to be successful is to just get started, start testing things out, anal just analyze the things that, you know, you're posting, and that's going to give you the best um, recipe for, for success in moving forward and making progress. No, that's that's true really with anything in life like you know this is like my fifth or sixth life and it's amazing like how much i've learned and you know how cool i was today about going on solo and three people ended up joining and just tested anyways so going a bit wider basically i uh, like i mentioned i read this book uh, that is about digital marketing in china and i was impressed about how uh, in china basically i don't know if you know there they have this accelerator some influencers where they have 50 or 100 up to 1000 influencers and they just help them accelerate which i think it's a genius it's i think it makes more sense even though a lot of people are like you know are bashing influencers all the time i actually think it's a more predictable business model than startups because startups are all like uh, you know a startup is actually 
a, a company trying to find its business model. Influencer, more or less, you know, you can you have more or less have the same business model for everything. It's they're more of a um, they're more billboards and more of a kind of a marketing channel and, and just much more predictable, if you will. So I thought that made a lot of sense, and that's actually like kind of what what we've been building basically. Basically, what what are your thoughts around those? What do you know about them? Uh, what yeah. your insights? I think my thoughts on that is that's a great fit for a lot of people. Um, it's not a good fit for others. And I would say, you know, with everything that you pursue in business, there is a positive side and upside and there's a downside. So I think the, the upside is clearly that you have speed, um, that you're going to get to higher numbers faster. I think the downside could be that you lose um, some amount of individualism or learning. Um, so for me, I'm very much someone who the the knowledge and the learning is incredibly valuable or more valuable to me than the result even sometimes, um, and especially because I'm so young. Um, so for me, I'd rather learn how to reach those numbers on my own without the, not cheat, but the um, the, let's say the catalyst um, that an accelerator is, I'd rather know how to um, tap into whatever like personality trait that it is I have to tap into or learn whatever skill set that I don't have um, that I might need to have. Um, but figure out what are the, the key elements that make any individual um, influencer successful because to me that's more important than just having the big numbers it's like how do you use those numbers how do you get those numbers um, on your own but to someone else who let's say doesn't have their own business who maybe they're a younger kid and all they you know what they care about and what they're focused on is really getting those numbers so that they can have something to leverage um, to, to do other things that they're interested in that could be amazing for them I'm already doing the other things that I'm interested in so I don't necessarily need the speed to, to get the numbers. Um, I'm very fortunate that I've been able to have the numbers that I have, but I think I'd still be able to be successfully doing what I'm doing now without um, having a, as great of, of those numbers. Amazing. Love it. And I'm just going to say one more thing about this, because uh, obviously I don't want to sound like I'm trying to uh, convince you of anything or try to sell anything, but, um, you know, because anyways, it's more, I mean, I'm more at really advising this team and I'm doing, it's like 10 to 20% of my time. It's like the Google 20% time off. It's, it's just sort of because I'm more of a geek, so I prefer to build software. Actually, I don't know if I showed you what we're building. I actually do want to show you, so at least you know what I'm doing right now. So being really focused on SaaS, you know, on software as a service. So, um, um basically the last we've built it's called uh share doc view so it's basically a way to you can upload your your pdf documents in here and then you can share them so you can get analytics and email leads um so you can sign up for free you know there's also a free tier uh, just upload a document and you share your links key thing is that basically you're getting analytics right you know exactly how many people viewed which page uh, and stuff like that um so really I'm focused more on, on this kind of like uh, uh, productivity SaaS, but then like it's been fun to also just uh, take some time off, you know, with a little bit more light and, you know, talk to influencers and, and coach uh, ladies, get them into the more professional space of managing these influencers, get them on, you know, I've been writing a lot of how to do this, how to do that. So it's it's been a lot of fun also because, you know, tech industry is so male dominated and I hate that. And then, 
influencer industry is a lot more female dominated actually and i love it but maybe i still need the tech so now i'm still trying to so but anyways about us um we actually the way we did it is that uh, people like uh, the influencers still post whatever they want we are basically you know at most we give some little advice but basically they are a content creator that's what they know and most we say just post more like you like i, I read in an article of yours that you were saying like post two three times a day we're more of a push to do more versus do this or that so each person keeps its own individualism i mean it also makes sense you know like it, it, we just grabbed the idea we didn't really grab the whole like a to z from 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 china and also have a different culture and so and and basically what we've been focused on is you know, how do we help them monetize which is then my question to you like how have we been monetizing so far as an influencer yeah absolutely so um one way is through paid music promotion um i think especially as it like someone in your position um could form some great relationships with different labels um, or um, you know, groups of artists to have really consistent work through that. Um, another one is obviously different brand uh, and you know, sponsorship deals um, with, with different companies. Um, and that's, you know, I think there's a lot of agencies right now that focus on kind of that side of it. Um, and then another way is through kind of the gifts and the coins. That's not something I, I typically focus on, but again, it is a way um, there are a significant number of creators who make a lot of money um, doing, you know, live live streaming, so to speak. Um, another one's through selling products. So if the the influencer has anything from, you know, T-shirts with their logo or name on them um, to let's say they're an artist like me where I, I create my own product, um, that's, you know, selling that product is a great way to, to make money as well. Um, awesome, you know, thanks. Courses, mm -hmm. Digital products and things like that. Yeah, you were saying about digital products, sorry, what, what exactly? Oh, so there's e-courses, there's, um, you know, yeah. e-books, there's membership websites. Um, I think those are, all, those are all great things depending on, you know, what level of experience the influencer has or what it is that they're sharing through that, that e-course or ebook or or whatever it is. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So what, what we uh, we've definitely been focusing a lot on on digital content just because we think it's the easiest thing to get started. Both was for us and for them. Mm -hmm. uh, now we're getting into drop shipping and e-commerce because uh, that's actually what the Chinese have been really focused on. Uh, we didn't really do so much yet of merchandising. I don't believe the opportunity is as big. I think it's more of the influencer feeling like, oh my God, everybody's going to buy my t-shirt with whatever, like Vince uh, the Geek and like, who cares about Vince the Geek? I mean, like, um, it's easy to make an example of myself, of course. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So I believe also like, I think the model of being focused on brands, is a little bit like more the old school model where maybe are you familiar, by the way, with Chiara Ferragni? Chiara Ferragni? Mm -mm. Uh -huh. I'll send you that link. It's interesting. She's uh, there's a Harvard Business case about her. She's the uh, number one influence, fashion influencer. Uh, I don't know how well she's doing right now, to be honest. But um, you know, she she did do very well for a while, and she was all about like other brands. Then she started selling her own products. I think then she did even better. You know, she has some 16 million followers on Instagram and maybe now even more. Um, but basically, you know, the whole thing is that even she realized, like, if I promote another brand, usually they give me like a fixed amount and that's it. You know, right. there's fewer brands that 
pay you a fix plus a revenue share. And even then that revenue share will never be as high as if you're selling your own products. Right. And so now we, we drop shipping, you know, it's still possible. So that's kind of what we're, what we're looking at. Uh, and yeah, so I think I, I agree with the, so what are you mainly focused on from your side? Are you focused more on music or brands? So, or? Um, again, luckily what I'm mainly focused on is building up my consultation business. Um, uh -huh. My, my, so yeah, I'm lucky I that this is influencer marketing or being an influencer is one of maybe four of the different kind of business things that I'm doing. Um, and so how much time I'm putting into that, I would say has crossover between my consulting and um, the other parts of, of what I'm doing. So um, if something makes sense to where I'm going to increase my ability to deliver consultation um, through understanding uh, the influencer marketing dynamic and process and actually having proven results, that increases my, uh, my value to everyone that I work with. So luckily, I don't have to take anything in one particular area. Like I, I never have to take a brand partnership. I never have to, um, you know, take a specific artist's music deal um, just for money. So usually I analyze things. Am I going to make money off this? And am I going to learn something or increase my value at the same time? So that's how I'm deciding where to put my focus. And that's really on a daily basis because through um, kind of my success on LinkedIn, I'm getting to talk with and meet uh, people doing all sorts of very, very interesting things in the digital and business space. And so what are those four ways that you're, that, you know, what are your four businesses just for me to understand, just for everyone to understand? So, um, growing is one. Um, yeah. Say that, um, like, I don't, I don't know how you describe this, but like I sell stuff, <laughs> I sell stuff on like Facebook marketplace. So just like, um, you know, like buying and sell just arbitrage um, of, I know, what a good deal is and i know what i can flip easily um so like right now i'm doing a lot of uh cards so like pokemon cards uh baseball cards comic books those types of things they do really really well when people are stuck inside um and and bored um and so you know that's one of them another one is the consulting work that i do um which I have a membership website that falls kind of under that category, along with the influencing uh, work that I do, which the membership website also kind of falls under that category as well. Which website do you use for that? Which platform? Um, so the platform I use is called Pub Ninja, but my website is called TikTokInfluencing.com. Okay. And then what's the fourth? Is there a fourth? Or? Influencing. Is its own thing. Yeah. Um, of course. Yeah. Its own thing. The glass blowing and then uh, buying and selling goods. Perfect. Maybe you want to add the link to TikTok influencing. Maybe there might be people like interested about that. So if I write TikTok influencing, what's the what's the actual URL? Maybe you wanna you can also add it here on the chat. It's tiktokinfluencing.com. Uh, okay, TikTok, that's easy. TikTokinfluencing.com. Oh, I just searched on Google. Uh, and, you know, couldn't find it right away, but obviously, right. and then and then it's Mayan. It, go, it defaults to Mayan.pubninja.com. So yeah, cool. I will share it here in the comments so everybody gets it. Uh, if you want to check it out, feel free. Is 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 it aimed at beginners or at advanced level of it's, TikTokers? It's supposed to be for for all levels. Um, I think that 
Um, you know, if you're a beginner, the place to start is the video tips section. Um, if you're a little bit more advanced, you might want to look at either the guides or the case studies um, or some of the like industry news and updates. And how did you choose Pub Ninja? Did you compare it to any other platforms before going there or how did you choose it? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the major um, reasons that I chose it is that they don't charge a monthly cost. Um, so that was in, important to me. Um, they take 10% revenue from your subscriptions. Um, and then also, uh, because it's a newer platform, I have the ability to communicate directly with the developers, um, which I think puts me in a great position, again, not only to learn um, in terms of just like about app development or not app development, but about um, platform development, but also be able to give my feedback and help make the platform um, better. And then just getting in on things early, I think has a lot of value. So um, being able to get in on this early incentivized me as well. And uh, what else what, what else were you like waiting in against? Like what were the other options before? Other ones would be like Patreon, which I've tried out before and didn't like very much at all. Um, and then also any of the paid ones like Teachable, Kajabi, um, any of the, there's a lot of different paid um, yeah. platforms that offer membership website build out. What didn't you like about Patreon exactly? Um, I just, I didn't like the layout or the um, ability, how how you could post different things. Um, I just, I mostly I would say didn't like the user, user function or, or how yeah. it looked very much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, I didn't have the ability, so it's really, I didn't have the ability to voice any of that or have, yeah. um, you know, ability to make changes, which versus with Pub Ninja, um, I can ask, I can say, hey, I think this would be really, really important or valuable for you guys to add. And they get back to me and they're like, awesome. We think so too. We're going to add it. <laughs> Um, so that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I'm checking like uh, more about. I mean, yeah, it looks like they have 156 followers on on Instagram and 47 on on Twitter. So they're it looks like they're in LA. So yeah, they're um, very, uh, again very new. Um, they're like the way that the website looks now. I imagine is not how it's going to look in let's say six months um, after they're you know because they have to implement changes one at a time to not kind of crash the system. I'm sure you understand much better than I do as a developer. Um, but basically they're working on one change at a time. Um, they have a bunch of different ideas. Like at some point we're gonna, I'm gonna try and get them to add, I think they agreed to this already, a, a live streaming feature through through the platform so that, um, you know, it'll be a members only type of, of live streaming access. And you can do special, um, you know, AMAs, ask me anything, or you could have special guests on that people could only see that kind of interview or conversation through through a membership. And what percentage do they take? They take 10%. Okay, 10%, so a little bit higher than Patreon, but yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. I mean, and by the way, what I was thinking that I want to say like about, you know, you got some some great leadership skills that, you know, I I think it's awesome what you're doing in terms of, you know, your course. But uh, I think there's definitely a lot of other influencers that like need, need that uh, knowledge or drive and push and energy. So that's why I think like that, you know, the model that we're taking still makes sense when you, you know, when I'm looking at people like you. So I just want to give you the those props, you know, it's like. Absolutely, again, I think that there's a lot of value in um, creating a supportive ecosystem even, you know, bringing influencers together so that they feel, just even so that they feel encouraged 
that has a lot of value in it just by itself outside of even if any of them were promoting each other, even if they were just getting together. Um, and this is actually one of my tips in my video tips is find an accountability partner can be massive, massive um, to your success on social media. And not only because someone's actually holding you accountable, but it's incredibly encouraging when you do something well and you have someone to tell about it and they're actually going to get excited for you. You're like, yo, I did a post today and it crushed it. And I actually, you know, I, I beat my best post views and they're like, what? That's awesome. And they're encouraging you like that's that's huge as a influencer. Creator. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I know, you know, feel free to say like, no, or I can't answer or whatever, but I'm wondering, like, are you using any tools to like uh, automate or crawl TikTok or, or? Yeah, no, I'm definitely not. Um, I don't believe that that's ever a good idea to do um, because I think that having just pure pure numbers, it, it, it's just not valuable anymore the way it used to be because all the brands and the businesses and everyone else has caught on that bots exist, that like you could have, a bajillion followers and maybe not have any ability to convert sales or really have a power of influence. So I don't think just getting, you know, numbers from people who like don't give a crap about what you're doing um, really yeah. helpful. So I just, I avoid the temptation. Yeah. yeah, And I wasn't thinking about that, you know, that kind of that low, low, low level of, uh, of automating, but you know, I've seen a bunch of, people doing some basic automation, just of some stuff, just to like, you know, cause it does help increase. I haven't been exposed to it yet. Okay, cool. What about like any websites or resources that you use where maybe you see like top TikTokers or, or anything like that? Um, no, you know, honestly, I don't really, the only thing I do to kind of keep up on TikTok is I do a lot of like in-app research and not a, not a lot, like, I probably only spend 30 minutes maximum a day um, where I'm, I'm just, I'm looking at what's happening on the app. It's kind of like, um, I would say you can treat the app like it's an actual physical space. So like, think of it like the mall or a, a stadium. So I, I want to show up and walk around the stadium like on a regular basis so I can see what's going on in the different groups of people. So I can have a good idea <clears throat> of, um, not just what the small dynamics are and different things that are happening on a smaller scale, but what really the big picture is of like what's happening on the app. Cause the app is made up of a, a billion plus people. And in that billion plus people, there's many different groups of people. And the way that people interact through this app is in a group aspect and mentality. So um, when you find a creator that you are a big fan of, you become a part of their tribe, so to speak. You become a part of their fan base and their team. And now your team so-and-so, your team Mayan or Team World of Glass. And so it's important for anyone who really wants to have a good understanding of everything that's happening in the app to understand how um, all of these groups are either changing or staying the same and how that, you know, interaction between all of them exists, but also how they're interacting individually. Awesome. I mean, I'm to be honest, I'm fully satisfied from this interview. I leave I you know, I could pause it here if you agree and and end it here for this this first conversation. I do really hope to get back in touch with you and uh, and see if there's anything we could do with you know, within our influencers and you and just just anything else, right? I think 
No, I'm certain like, there is. I'm certain there is. Let's definitely talk about that. Because I do think um, there's actually a very low level of influencer collaboration right now compared to um, what there could be. And I'd love to explore with someone who's connected to a lot of influencers. Also, anyone watching, if you work at an agency um, or you manage influencers, I'd love to talk to you about just different ideas. Like, let's just brainstorm back and forth. What are ways that influencers could collaborate more to like really like increase the level of success um, to a much higher degree than I think is being done right now? Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, when I think about some of our influencers in our group, you know, that they are in Mexico, I mean, it's one of the best things you can do when you cross share followers from like US to Mexico and then in Italy. And it's just you, I mean, yeah. it's usually win win. But obviously, you know, maybe if you're targeting the exact same demographics, it's like, you know, some, some influencers do get into that, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a trap of saying, oh my God, you know, it's competing. And it's, I'm, I'm always like, I'm mind blown when I'm talking to an influencer, it's like 2.3 million followers. Like, you know, I was actually talking to, to one of, one of ours and she was like, oh, she was concerned about her competition. I'm like, well, why are you thinking about the competition? And actually I was talking about like, you know, how we could build a better Patreon because, you know, for some of them we use it and we don't really like it actually. Right. Um, so, but I'm like, we need, you know, we need a lot of influencers in order to be able to build some new technologies on our own, right. you know, so that we can dedicate and pool resources and dedicate enough resources to it because it's a huge, massive undertaking. So, yeah. So thanks. Thanks so much for this. You know, uh, like, sorry for even changing the topic of the live, but then I, managed, you, managed, you managed to hop back in. We changed it back. And that's why I love, you know, what's funny is that like, you know, I'm Italian American, only been American for about two years or so. Uh, but I think an Italian person would have been so mad that I kind of already kind of forgot about it and jump onto the next. But the American is like, oh, it's fine. I'm sorry. I was late, you know, and we're yeah. back into the game. You know, it's like, like no offense at all. So um, there's a lot of stuff I missed about U.S. So also thanks a lot for uh, making me feel like uh, I'm in U.S., you know, again. Thanks it's for having me on. I, I love your Italian charm. <laughs> I try to keep a little bit of both. I try to keep it's like a Roma jersey, but still a SD hat. I want to represent both. <laughs> so thank, yeah, thanks again for everything. You know, unless you want to like leave any other links. I mean, with the last link we shared is your your Pub Ninja, your your TikTok. No, there and here on LinkedIn, those are the places I hang out the most. So feel free to yeah. send message connect with me here on LinkedIn I post a lot of content here as well perfect yeah so I'm also sharing your your LinkedIn account so they can also follow you here and once again thanks so much and look forward to connect again absolutely thanks guys bye thank you bye 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 everybody